Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Pretend Worlds Real People. As always, I'm your host, Tyler, and this week I'm going to get right into the interview itself because I had a chance to sit down with somebody I've been corresponding with for uh, almost a year now, and that is the owner and founder of The Rub PR, Erica Icon. For the last 15 years, she's worked with the top studios, companies, models, and performers of the adult film industry with numerous accolades to her name, and on this episode, she shares not only her start, but what it's like being a publicist, managing clients all day, and what keeps her satiated. Not to mention she's, uh, uh, she, I had to cut a lot of it out because she's just too hilarious. So uh, let's get right to it. I would love to introduce the wonderful Erica Icon. My name is Erica Icon, and I own the Rub PR, and I'm also a publicist. Now, I've been waiting to ask you this question <laughs> for months now, but how how did you get into PR? Was there uh, an interest beforehand? Did you just somehow fall into it? How did that start for you? Well, why don't I tell you how I got into the adult industry, um, <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll get there. So I, I've been in for about, oh, what, 16 years, something like that. And um, I answered an ad on Craigslist to go work for a company that was the Netflix porn at the time. Uh, they actually sent out uh, DVD discs and eventually, you know, I helped them get onto VOD. So they hired me to kind of be an assistant, even though like I'd come from an advertising background and I wasn't really an assistant and I was kind of running the company. I was buying DVDs. I was, you know, so one of the vendors was Shane's World, and they're like, "Hey, do you want to do uh, PR?" And I'm like, mm, "I don't know." <laughs> so I gave it a try, and um, then they sold the company. So I was doing it on a, on a freelance basis. Actually, I forgot to mention that <laughs> while I was working at Wanted List, the Netflix point. Um, so, uh, they sold the company and the guy didn't want PR and I had a friend that worked at two studios and she's the guy who owned two studios. She says, Hey, you want to come over here and do PR? And I'm like, okay. So I went over there and it was a shit show to say the least. Uh, <laughs> but it's a good thing it was right. Because then I started my own business. So, um, the girl that worked at Shane's World was named Megan, and I see her all the time still. She has her own company, and I tell her this is all her fault every time I see her. <laughs> <laughs> That's it's like different. I got to go back to, to to the advertising part of it. What were you doing before all of this advertising? Uh, I had so many jobs, but the the last job before this. Uh, I was a copywriter and an art director. I worked for three different advertising agencies and it was just sucking the life out of me. And the last one we had no copywriter. It was so bad, you know. Now now, you know, now we have grammarly, we don't really need a human, right? <laughs> Something yeah. that can go over everything, right? Um, but yeah, no, it was it was too much. And before that I was a diamond grader, I had been an executive assistant, I worked retail, I did a million things that just didn't stick. And my dad said to me, my uncle, who's like a multimillionaire, he says, you know, your uncle didn't figure out what he want, you wanted to do till he was like 40. And I was like, okay, I have a little more faith. And so that's around the time that I, I started kind of figuring out what I wanted to do, you know? So I was like, okay, this, this works. <laughs> you know? Yeah. No, did it, did it feel like, uh, I mean, I know you were going through those different companies that weren't working to their, you know, utmost uh, efficiency as you're kind of navigating the adult industry. But did you 
feel like you found a place of belonging in a way? Yeah, because like, you know, when you work in the corporate world, people have a lot of judgment, you know, um, nobody cares if I have piercings, nobody cares if I have tattoos, nobody cares if I have big boobs and porn, they don't care. Like, it's just normal, you know, so I do feel kind of like I belong here. I don't know, it is a little bit like high school on the popularity contest at times. <laughs> but... <laughs> I, you know, uh, out in the real world, you know, it's a, it's a whole different thing. So, you know, you don't, uh, it was always the women that were a problem, you know, working in the offices. I don't know. I, um, I don't miss it. I do not miss working in corporate world. I like being able to start work at 10 a.m. I am up and working before then, but I, I like, you know, if someone is a horror show, they're gone, you know, <laughs> I have a little more control over my destiny now. <laughs> yeah, as you should for the amount of time you put into working for other people. You know, this is this is your show now. You're doing it. One would think, but then, you know, then I get this morning I get I'm so disappointed I didn't get nominated for I'm not going to say which award it is and I'm like uh okay, well, it's not based on us submitting people, but okay. <laughs> you know, it's like <laughs> so disappointed well it just goes to show like that client relations are still the same you're handling the um the insecurities of you know artists no matter what field you're in right so you're you're handling what is it like to navigate that on a daily basis and, and taking care of clients i've been told i'm wrangling cats that's what i've been told um <laughs> please don't say cats i don't like them um it's it's interesting because I, I was on a panel and people laughed at this, but it's true. Um, I'm a mommy, I'm a psychiatrist, I'm a babysitter, and sometimes I'm a publicist. <laughs> um, I mean, you know, I do work really hard and I work a lot of hours, but, um, you know, I inevitably have to deal with people's problems, this and that, emergencies that come up, all these things, which is fine. You know, I'm cool with that because I would say like, 98% of our clients we really really like you know we generally don't work with people we don't like but then sometimes we bring on people and we don't know <laughs> what's going to happen and then sometimes we create monsters here at the rub PR and people start believing their it's true people start believing their, their PR and then then it's just there's that's the point of no return at that point <laughs> Wait, it's I'm sorry. I know I should just stand up comedy. My 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 director client tells me that all the time. <laughs> it's you do obviously not naming names, but <laughs> sorry when you when you say sometimes we create monsters. Was that from the jump, or is it you know three months in and suddenly oh this person's like complete? It's aura usually longer shows. than three months in, but you know I you know it's it, I think people like to hear about themselves I know they do right <laughs> and I think some people like obviously our job is to sell people which great that I have the advertising background and the retail background right because I sold products not people but same idea I I don't know I guess they um 
I don't know. I guess they just they just that that's what makes them feel better inside. Maybe I'm not quite sure. I don't know what what happens, but it does. And like we joke about it all the time. Like my, my assistant and my intern and I, we think it's funny. You know, like it's just. <laughs> I mean, because you know you have to laugh because otherwise you'd cry, right? How <laughs> <laughs> to make comedy out of everything? Yes. Yeah, so, but most what? of the clients are very nice. They want to be helped. They want to. They want to do well and, and we want them to do well you know um other publicists i'm not gonna mention any names might be out to you know have sex with their clients and do other things that's not us like we're here to help them succeed like we keep it professional um you know it's i don't know they they uh, kind of have like 24 7 access to me too i always tell them you can text me 24 hours a day do not call me before 10 a.m i am not a morning person you could text me i'm up I just don't want to talk to you till I've had my coffee. <laughs> but sometimes they're like, can I call you at 8.30 in the morning? And I'm like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> now it's 11 o'clock at night and I'm still working. Sure. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I'd one. she goes, what are your office hours? I go, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm unfamiliar with that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I try to take the weekends off, but yeah, even that's a toss up, right? <laughs> Unfortunately, I have interviews scheduled on the weekends. Things happen. Um, you know, it's, uh, usually it's just, they have questions and they're texting me. And, um, my assistant said that, that a lot of the girls, I work with guys and, and, and companies too. A lot of the girls think that, 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 that that we should work every day <laughs> and I'm like okay and I don't go on vacation for more than a couple of days because all hell will break loose if I'm gone for more than that you know I'll tell them I'm taking four days off don't text me unless it's an emergency I'll be checking the phone once a day and oh my god to not have the phone oh it's great <laughs> it's I'm like con I'm constantly like this right <laughs> yeah <laughs> Not having a phone is like slowly dipping into a hot tub on a cold day. You're just, oh yeah, this is it. <laughs> this, this is great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is, and it's 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 like sometimes it's great, but then then I start to feel weird that I can't post pictures on Instagram. So <laughs> I love Instagram. <laughs> I don't like their policies, but I like posting pictures. <laughs> and I mean, just this this idea of forming a a PR firm. To me, as an as an actor and a filmmaker, it like goes way above my head. So I do want to see like, what was it like building this from the ground up for yourself, and what did you go through creating this, uh, you know, this empire, so to speak. I like that. Um, I may have to use that. Um, although <laughs> <laughs> it's all yours. <laughs> I don't want people to think I'm full of myself. Um, well, you know, I built something out of nothing. There wasn't very many publicists at the time. And there are more now, but legitimate publicists, maybe only one or two more. <laughs> um, you know, I had a distribution company. I worked with Pulse Distribution and a director. That was one of my first clients. So what I did was, I think you saw my bio, um, I was writing and getting paid for that. So, you know, those weren't, I wasn't writing for Dark Side and Hustler and ASN magazines at the time, but I was, you know, I had side gigs to kind of, uh, kind of help me through money wise. And then the clients just kept doubling and tripling. And, you know, so I think like 
maybe like a couple years in, it started getting, you know, doing pretty well. Now it does really well, but um, it, it, you know, it took a hot minute, you know, but you know, it's a lot of work. We have a lot of people. I'm sure you saw the list. Um, people think that whole list on my website is all of our clients. And I'm like, no, that's past and current. If I had that many clients, I'd run into traffic. <laughs> <laughs> a very big list. And that's not even everybody we've ever worked with. It's just a lot of them or who we're working with now as well. So it's very extensive. <laughs> <laughs> and more more and i put the three new ones that are starting next month on there. oh my <laughs> god <laughs> well i kind of have we have a waiting list so i kind of start them i don't start with more than a few new ones each month um because uh we can only take so many people and people deal with me they don't deal with my assistant or the intern or our mascot which is on the floor right here and hopefully she won't start whining because she likes to do that when i'm on the phone um but um yeah, you know, it's it's very personalized attention. So, you know, I can only take so many. We're almost to capacity. So, um, you know, people stay with us too. They don't, you know, some people don't, you know, occasionally people just like don't get it. I had this one girl, she didn't like any of the interviews I got her. And she was like, here a month. And I was like, okay. Now she's with someone paying like twice as much as I charge. I'm like, have fun with that. I mean, like, give it a chance. You know, we just tell people at least try it for two, three months. And I have a one girl, she's been with me for 12 years. On Valentine's Day, she told me she loved me. I said, I want a divorce. And she knew I was kidding. <laughs> she knew I was kidding. <laughs> um, but, you know, we've had people, I have some people that have been with me for like five, seven or more years as well. So, you know, and some people are newer. Um, some people leave the industry. Some people just don't want to do the interviews anymore. You know, it just depends. Yeah, it's a team it, effort. <laughs> it makes sense. Oh, absolutely. And you know, while you're crafting this, when did you, I guess, decide or kind of find that uh, that placement on the mountaintop that you said, okay, we are succeeding as business. This is working. Let's go. Like, did you have any hesitations as you were building this to think, oh, maybe I shouldn't do this. <laughs> maybe it's it's not worth it. Let me tell you about my hell times of year. That's when I, I question my life choices. So <laughs> all year round, there's award shows, which is getting out of hand. But in September, we have to submit all the Avian and Exodus awards. So I actually sit, my assistant, I go through all the DVDs, all the scenes, make Excel spreadsheets, compare them to the Avian and Exodus uh, nominations. It's a big undertaking because we don't just submit them for like, you know, MILF of the year or best name performer. We submit them for tons of stuff as much makes sense for scenes and stuff. So some of them have a lot of stuff. Something like Lauren would have a lot of stuff, you know, Penny Barber has a lot of stuff. Dante Cole has a lot of stuff. Emily Rose has a lot of stuff. You know, like we have a lot of people that have a lot of stuff like Brittany Andrews, you know, and then some people don't have as much, but it's still an undertaking to go through this, match up the categories, have them look at it, and then submit it all. So it's always, well, this year AVN moved it up. It's usually both due by September 30th. This year it was due 15th and the 30th, which kind of sucked. But, you know, that's a lot. And then and then AVN and XBiz are in January. And <laughs> it, it's it's a lot. It's a lot taking care of so many people at a trade show. <laughs> And I send them their schedule every day for interviews where they're signing, you know, where they're supposed to be, you know, tell, remind them they have to get their award show tickets and stuff. Like it's, it's a lot. And even the ones that are normally calm during those times, they lose their shit. So it's a lot of, 
<laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> uh, I have a, a different assistant that comes in and helps me with that. <laughs> she does uh, AVN. She doesn't do XBiz, but you know we're we're in Vegas for that, and XBiz is here, and I live here in LA, so it's, it's not as bad, you know. But it's it's an it's it's a lot. Like we're in Vegas literally almost a week. Seriously, it's that long. <laughs> well, it starts on Wednesday and it goes through Saturday, but you have to get there on Tuesday because. Oh. You have to, you know, check in the hotel and you got to make sure you get your pass early because inevitably they're going to have some sort of problem getting their passes. So I'm going to have to go to where they get their passes and help them or my or the assistant I have. It's it's a lot. And they don't know where they're going. Like this year was at a different hotel. So it was real bad and a real big hotel, too. <laughs> yeah. So it was, you know, and then the award show, we do a walkthrough the morning of on that Saturday with the PR team for that. And we get there, I give them all the directions. I send them a very detailed text message, what they're supposed to do. Okay. <laughs> it's not a Scooby-Doo mystery, but the hotel decided to change shit up. And they, instead of having them in this big room where there were stanchions and velvet ropes, they had them in the down, going down the hall of the hotel. So I had one, she was supposed to interview people on the other carpet. There's a media carpet for people that are up for big awards. And she couldn't get in to walk the red carpet, the main red carpet to do it. You know, it was nuts. And then at XBiz, it was raining and cold <laughs> and they were stuck outside and yelling at me <laughs> because, you know, I control the weather. Um, my dog thinks I control the weather. Um but, you know, I couldn't go outside and get them. I could put them at the front of the line of the red carpet because we have a good relationship with security. So they don't wait in line then. But there was nothing I could do. And they were mad. And I get it. But it's not my fault. You know, you have a publicist. It helps you with some things. But it's not going to give you carte blanche to get out of every single situation. You know, so, yeah, I, I really questioning my decision after X business maybe and it's always usually first <laughs> so uh sometimes it's no no that's actually not true sometimes X business first and I prefer to be first because X biz has like a, tr a part that's just for the industry then they do two days of award show I'm um, sorry two days of fan show then they have an award show so there is some downtime but I have to go if the clients are on panels and go watch them you know support so AVN doesn't have as many panels think they had any this year actually normally they do but they're more for the fans mm -hmm. so and there are some things at expos for the fans like i work with ricky greenwood he's a director he showed his movie grinders well you know a very pg version of it um a lot of sex scenes were cut out but it did make sense <laughs> <laughs> it did make sense because it, it, it was the big story behind it so it's about skateboarders uh, not oh, not that's about cool. gay, not about gay hookups. I never went grinder. Ooh, no, it's about skateboarding. <laughs> I told him we should call it Pipeline because then people would know it's a skateboard movie. Actually, yeah, that's a really great title. I would be confused with grinders personally. <laughs> and then with Pipeline, they might think it's a gay movie. But anyways, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I used to name movies when I when I um when I worked with the two studios. Seriously. Someone yeah, some of them they did not find humorous. Like I wanted, I wanted to name this gay movie Black Cock Down, and they're like, "That's offensive," and I'm like, "No, it's not." It was at the time that Black Cock Down came out, right? And then I named a lesbian movie Frisky Kitties. They like that. That one sold. And then uh, when I was at Wanted List, 
one of the girls in the office and I came up with a name. We called it Twinkie and the Brain. It was <laughs> Twinks and Bears. And, and then they made the guy's balls look like a brain on the cover. <laughs> it is funny. <laughs> I miss that. Anyway. <laughs> I'm glad there's some actual like creative thought put into those titles because usually it's it's somebody on a TV show making crap up, right? Like it's not. You would never. Uh, I don't know. Like you know, I think the AVN has a uh, m- uh, most creative title. So people like Ricky. I oh, know Ricky didn't win that. He won most uh, wild. It's like not wildest, but most outlandish scene or something like that. He won that one. But uh, the title one, I've had a few clients that um, were in it. But it's people try to be clever, you know, sometimes. But most of the time, it's like you know. Uh, blah blah number 167 because the first 166 weren't enough right you know or blah blah number 12 you know I'm like okay <laughs> like, who like is, who's following the story so closely they can recant you know 132 or 79 there's no story it's just the same series <laughs> like homegrown video they just name everything like homegrown video number whatever I, they must be up to like 400 at this point because they've been around for a long time but it's it's about amateur swingers so it's all kind of the same kind of content filmed yeah. by the amateur swingers so well they're not all swingers but they're amateurs um you know so it's 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 you know and then series also get nominated for things but yeah i think you know it gets boring and people want something different um you know like this uh, fosses we have going on now that's <laughs> still here um there must be a lot of stepdads and stepdaughters that uh, want to hook up. I don't know. Oh, or yeah. Think about it. I, the whole thing is just <laughs> weird. Uh, <laughs> it's been around for a while. It's not going anywhere. And... You no, know, when uh, you know, new stand-up comics somehow revise that same joke over and over for the you know decades onwards. Yeah, I think it's probably here to stay. <laughs> Oh no, the oh god, god comedian. So Oliver Wong, he's Bloomer Yang as a director. He does comedy. And I went to see him do comedy one night. Oh my god, this guy did this joke. He was Jewish too, about how his parents sent him to math camp, concentration camp. And I'm like, that joke is so old. Like it's not even funny. Like, be creative. <laughs> that I would have walked out. Like, All right, man. I kinda I had to wait for Oliver to come on. And then I saw him again at the comedy store. And I hate that place now. But um, <laughs> he, he's really good. He's really, really, he's very funny. He he says, um, he's he's from Taiwan, so he's got a little accent. He, he tells people where he's from. And then he says, Um, I know that I look like I'm taking the SAT, but I'm I'm actually a porn director and a comedian. <laughs> he looks very young. You should follow him on Instagram. He likes to be almost naked. Anyways, a lot. <laughs> he has his own only. <laughs> He's very funny. He has a he has a, a new uh, podcast called uh, Sex and Bobo with Teresa Love. Who, she's a comedian and she writes for Hustler. Oh my so, god! Yeah, Good he's highly he, he's highly entertaining. Well, he was doing another one and they stopped doing it, but. Um, I think it's under something else. I can't remember the name of the previous one, but I think on iTunes and uh, or Apple Podcasts and Spotify, it's under a different name. I have I can't remember what's in the press release because you know that was like two weeks ago. <laughs> can't remember what I did yesterday, right? But um, yeah, comedians. A lot of porn people get into comedy. Really? Yeah, 
And then there was this guy he used to do like a comedy night called uh, Naughty, The Naughty Show. And it would be comedians and like porn stars playing games and stuff. But some of them told jokes. Not not very well, but. I was about to say. <laughs> some of them are good, but a lot of them aren't. You know, people want to have uh, another creative outlet besides porn, you know, that they could do. Some of them become mainstream actors like Anna Fox. She does a lot of mainstream acting, but she's actually good at it. Um, she was a uh, fashion model, a high fashion model before she got into the industry. Um, some people, you know, go do makeup, a lot of different things, you know, because, you know, I don't know. <laughs> kind of mix it up a tad, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, do you, do you also, you know, assist in the publicity for, you know, those other uh, yeah. paths for your clients as well? Yeah. Like Goddess Lilith has a death metal band, not my kind of music, but, you know, so, you know, she does a lot of, she did a tour and she has appearances. We promote that um what else do we have going on um jupiter jetson sings too but she's not been doing much with it um marika has a youtube podcast that's kind of popular with her doll busan busan is a stuffed pig he's about this big <laughs> and he, i know i know who the voice is but i'm not supposed to say but yes busan has a voice it's very funny. You should go check it out on YouTube. <laughs> I definitely will. <laughs> like there's one. I can't, I can't stop laughing about this. It's so wrong. So they're at Costco and Marika tells Busan he should get this haircutting thing. And he's like, I don't have any hair. And she's like, but you have like fuzz, like, like fuzz. And he's like, real short, fuzzy. You're fuzzy. He goes, why would I want to cut that off? <laughs> it's hilarious. Like some of them are funnier than others, but there's one day where they went to the dildo factory. Oh my <laughs> god! Adventures. <laughs> Most of them are, are PG. <laughs> it is YouTube. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You, you. It's very, um, very hard to get banned from from YouTube nowadays, depending on what you're doing. <laughs> oh no, it's not. Like, no. It, a lot yeah with the people that do podcasts like i have a girl she does a podcast she just started it brianna diamond but i've had other people have problems um we work a lot with the happy hour podcast they usually have one of our clients on a month i'm gonna be part of their rumble in june which i was last year like you get to play like this drinking game and and cards against humanity i almost won i was close <sighs> Damn it. They win the I didn't win the wrestling belt, but maybe this year. Anyways, I'm gonna be on my game. I'm gonna be on my game. The last one I flubbed a little bit. I was like, oh man. It's not as funny as the last one I answered. Um, but uh they've gotten in trouble. You know, they were on, actually they got in trouble with Facebook. Um, so they don't do it on Facebook Live anymore, they do it on Instagram. But you know, because we work in porn, everybody is, you know, trying to shut us down, you know, Instagram. Facebook. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I I've heard a lot about this, especially Instagram. Just TikTok. like constant bannings. Yeah. Well, I got in trouble the other day. You know, I, I stay out of trouble for the most part. And every time they flag one of mine, I usually refute it and get it back. And so I had one of Zarella Skies and she was laying down and she had a bra and panties on, sort of lacy and white. And she had her hands slightly down her underwear, but there was nothing going on. And they took it down and I refuted it and they said, no it's against our guidelines and so now i'm waiting for the 
stupid board to look it over. They have like a some sort mm. of board to look stuff over. Last time they didn't. And then last time they said it was it, it was against our terms of service, but they never even took it down. <laughs> I don't know. I try to stay out of trouble. You know, if the girls have yeah. big butts, I don't show the whole butt. Like, I have it. <laughs> God forbid we should get any joy. And I said, people that don't work in porn that are showing their nipples full on and shit. Yeah. I, I'm talking I, to you, Kim Kardashian. I'm talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> I usually don't show my elbows on Instagram just out of fear for banning for some reason. I don't know. Elbows? Yeah. I've been told my elbows might look like a nipple from time to time. So. Oh, I want to see this after we're done. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> proud of it. I hope I hope it's changed. That was a couple of years back. And Jesus, okay, I shouldn't show my elbows. Uh, <laughs> my elbows are just dry sometimes. Well, okay. <laughs> well yeah, mine are fine. <laughs> yeah, see, your elbows look normal. It's it's been an insecurity I've had for for years. I'm not even kidding. Uh, Maybe you're just piecing it in your head, but <laughs> probably it's like very specialized body dysmorphia, a la the Lecranon process. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're gonna get you confidence in your elbows oh yeah we'll get it there i'm 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 good pretty much everywhere else uh for the most part as any other normal human being can um but i mean actually this is this is gonna be really fun i want to see if you have a party story you could share with us now it doesn't have to be something that happened at a party but something that's happened uh, happened during your career that stands out so immensely you'd easily recant it amongst friends at a party it could be humorous tragic they're mostly humorous sometimes they're a little um horrific in the funniest of ways uh but just something that really stands out if you have an I idea got one, I got one. oh sweet so my friend misha montana uh it was the first time i'd ever met her actually so she, her boyfriend at the time invited me to this party they were having at the studio so one of my girls uh, she's not really in the industry anymore um she's really sweet but she starts texting me i'm leaving i go i'm not even there yet why are you leaving there's snakes here and i don't like snakes and i'm like come on you know so uh dante cole at the time i that was the first time i actually met him in real life sometimes i don't meet them in real life right away but you know and he lives here too so we we go and there's these fucking snakes with these tiny little heads <laughs> you know I'm like oh i get it now but i'm not leaving because of this thing you know, and there was a dog there too. I thought that was going to go very much awry, but people were wrapping them around their necks. Like I have pictures of this and I'm like, Ugh. poor, poor, poor little Aria. She had to leave. <laughs> I don't know why that, that came to me first. Uh, I don't go to a lot of the parties. I, there's too much work. And when I'm not working, I'd rather not be working because if I go to the party somehow I'm going to be working somebody's going to want to start with me somebody's going to talk about something you know <laughs> I don't know I'm not not much of a party animal but that party was fun it sounds it had snakes in it it sounds fun okay, that part of it wasn't fun but it was fun <laughs> <laughs> and then this one guy was doing tattoos on people too because they had like a little tattoo studio in there but I didn't get in there quick enough, so none for me. Three tattoos, three tattoos, like little tiny tattoo. So oh, you have to pick it. Yeah, I was like, I want a tattoo. God damn it! Why didn't I look into this earlier? <laughs> I think he only did a couple. So, but um, they would actually tattoo in the movies they were doing. So they had a little tattoo studio in it, but they don't have that space anymore. It's a really nice space. Oh, wow. It was like 
like totally tucked away like on a main street you know in the valley not not in chatsworth but in the valley <laughs> <laughs> it's not all in chatsworth now you have created your own thriving business and i wanted to see if you had any advice to those who are also looking to create a business for themselves as well something you've held on to that maybe you could pass on to them you should check out my blog on medium <laughs> uh <laughs> if you want to be a publicist and also, if you want to be a client, um, I don't know, it's usually inspired by something that bad that will happen. So I'm like, mm, okay, I need to write a blog about this. Um, <laughs> um, I guess be patient because it's not going to happen right away. Don't steal people's clients because karma's a bitch. Uh, I've had a couple of publicists, actually just one that's like that. Actually, no, two. Um, realize it's a lot of work. Um I can tell you through August to the end of January, I was working 13 hour days in between the award nominations and you know, actually being at AVN and XBiz. Um, There's a lot of stuff, like a lot of interviews to set up and stuff. Um, you know, um, be patient, um, try and find good help. It's very hard to find a good assistant. Um, I've been through more than a few and that's not my fault. So I'm a nice boss because I used to be an assistant. So I know how to treat people. Nice boss. Uh, let's see. Um, really research what you're going to get yourself into, you know, um, which is what I tell people that want to get into porn in general. <laughs> um, I guess that's about it. I mean, you know, it's just, it's just persistence, persistence and, you know, doing a good job, you know, keeping track of everything. I mean, you know, I have 50,000 notepads over here. You can't see and a whiteboard and <laughs> little stickies everywhere. You can't see. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, being organized is, is very important. No, I think those, those all, <laughs> I can't even sit. I, I can't even sit. I can't even say hit the nail on the head because of what we just referenced. Um, so those are all the nail that Nancy Grace has not chewed. <laughs> in in uh, addition to that, <laughs> sorry, I I, if if I I will go down this improv rabbit hole with you, so I just gotta <laughs> I can skate right fucking past it. It has to be comedy. <laughs> um, do you have anything that I can give a shout out to or promote within the episode? Well, I just sent you some notes. I am, um, sometimes I like to win awards too. <laughs> <laughs> so last year I won the ASN uh, PR, best PR firm. I'd like to win it again this year. So the nominations are in right now. So I'm, um, it's the first round of them. So um, I'm in the top 10. Some of these people that are in there aren't even PR firms. You can vote once a day. Um, also, I'd like to get into the Hall of Fame of the Altcorn Awards. That's my favorite award show. Um, I love it because I don't have to work very much. I get to have a good time and they have amazing swag bags. <laughs> Lashy doodle lashes in them <laughs> and toys and magazines. Um, and unfortunately open bar, which is never a good idea with porn girls. Um, but I'd like to be in their hall of fame and I'd like to be in the AVN hall of fame. Here's that AVN. I've already asked you three times, but I'm asking again. <laughs> this is the year. This is, uh, it's going to crescendo into 2024. This is the year. Yeah. This is the year the impossible becomes possible. I do have two awards, but 
I would like more. I don't mean to sound like the girls, but I would like more. <laughs> I am a Leo. I would like more. Um, and I'm going to be actually in charge of the ASN awards this year, in charge of the red carpet and the media and all that stuff, because for some reason I can't say no to Michael. Uh, <laughs> I said I would never do another award show again, and look, here I am. <laughs> but I'm not in charge of the whole thing, so that's good. Oh, there we go. Yes. In charge of the trans awards one year. It was a debacle. But now they have a place they always do it at. Everything's cool. I'm not in charge of it anymore. Life is good. We actually they just had that. I was just there. Um, you know, always like, you know, check out it, follow us on social media. Uh about to hit 80,000 on Twitter. I hit 75,000 on Instagram over the weekend. Um you know, we always put up all the press releases, all the promotion for the clients, all the things you can book with them for. Uh, medium page, um, you know, and we have a very diverse group of clients. So, you know, they're interesting to learn about, you know, so I don't know what else to say. There's no joking there. Serious business. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you said all of the important pertinent things that everyone needs to go to, especially voting for you. Voting for me. Well, I didn't, put up, I didn't put up, it's on my timeline. You can find it. Um, <laughs> I don't have it up on Instagram, but it's up on Twitter. We we schedule tweets for everyone. So oh, sweet. there's a couple okay. things going on right now. I think there's three award shows. So the voting for the all porn awards, the, for the pre-nominations ends on Friday and the ASN ends on April 15th for the first round, but I'm pretty sure I'll make it to the second round. I got people voting for me that tell me they're voting for me. I'm like, thank you. <laughs> I'm like, wow, thank you. Out of your busy day, I appreciate it. Oh, that's awesome. And I vote I, for I, myself, which makes me feel ridiculous, but I do it. <laughs> hey, why not? If it's not, you know, if it doesn't restrict you from doing it. No, doesn't. You can do it once a day, every 24 hours. <laughs> <laughs> Have a little timer go off on your phone. Uh, but yeah, we've a lot of we've a lot of people up for a lot of things, a lot of award shows going on. There's two in Bucharest. There's the Expiz Miami, which I'll actually be at. Um, I'm not really trying to get award nominations for that because that's more about the performers. It's for the industry. It's it's a cool event. So I've never been, but I hear. <laughs> I, try to, yeah, I try to stay at home in the office. <laughs> I try to work. I was gonna say you'll you'll find out. <laughs> it's, in, it's in South Beach, so I've never been there. So and I swore I'd never go back to Florida, but here I am. <laughs> it's Not only of temporary. Not because of the serial killers. <laughs> the last trip was bad, um, <laughs> and I won an award, and it was still very bad um but yeah florida here we come <laughs> in vegas in august here we come uh, <laughs> you delivered that I like an npr host <laughs> i know well I'm not, I'm not that much of a socialist but sure yeah <laughs> <laughs> did i say that out loud <laughs> try to not talk politics um but yes npr are you still listen to that <laughs> <laughs> No, it's all murder, murder, murder. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, our our the this show constantly goes off the rails when I least expect it. 
<laughs> and I absolutely love it. This, you know, honestly, I, uh, I, I would, I wasn't sure how the episode would go because I've never spoken to a publicist before, you know. <laughs> but now I know you're a boatload of fun, and this yeah. has just been an absolute joy. I finally get to chat with yeah. you after corresponding for what, like nine months. Um, <laughs> More of our people will be on your show soon. <laughs> yeah, I just just talked to B. She was hilarious and awesome you were also hilarious and awesome it's just i love b she's one of my good children that's what i call the good <laughs> children she's one of my good children you hear that guy she's calling you out if you're not one of the good children so i didn't say who's gotten good i just said that b is good she's, she's <laughs> you know you know if you're on the bad list you know deep down <laughs> in your little black heart you know <laughs> but you can always move from the bad list to the good list yeah so. exactly you can always like Santa Claus yes like Santa Claus exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Erica I uh I had a blast talking with you like, I, at some point soon we'll probably talk in person if you ever need an you know on location correspondent for PR interviews I'm the guy I got gotcha. um, you um people hit me up to do interviews for their thing I don't I don't scheduling thing for my stuff but yes but if you'd like to go to a convention there's lots of exoticas to go to and <laughs> i think i'd be i'd be too uh too shy going inside i would just be outside of the in the parking lot just like hey you're going in are you the cool do you want to say something really quick <laughs> yeah you'd be great like you know you'd be great honestly you, you i'm sure you'd enjoy it i've been to two of them they had one here once it was an absolute failure sadly oh, no. Yeah, in LA, um, because you know, because porn stars grow on trees here. I guess I don't know. Um, and there was another convention prior to it, but yeah, but yeah, and then I went to the one in New Jersey. Oh, New Jersey's a pit. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't think anyone. Lauren Phillips. Lauren Phillips comes from there, so you know some good things come out of there. <laughs> <laughs> She's one of my good children too. Lauren was great to chat with. She was awesome. Oh, uh, yeah. I, you know, I'm sure we'll have more of the your, your client list on the show. It's always fun talking with everybody and, and seeing who who wrangles all of them. Uh, yeah, I had <laughs> <laughs> uh, a rope, right? <laughs> on that note, I'm gonna wrap up the recording here. <laughs> That, right. that no, is, no, no, because this this is this fits in perfectly. Every single episode, I like to do an awkward goodbye. <laughs> so I'll give I'll give you a quiet three, two, one countdown, and when I point to you, give me your best verbal awkward goodbye. You think you can do that? Yeah, that's the the intro was easier. All right, I will try. <laughs> it's all right. You got this. Here we go. In. This is Erica Icon from the Rub PR, and I'm telling you, pay for your porn. You wouldn't want to go to work and not get paid. Pay the porn stars for their porn. <laughs> <laughs>